pretty quickly find that there is no one-sided solution to these complex problems because an agency is, is like an organism, right? It's like, it's filled with people. There's a lot of stuff, stuff that can go wrong, right? And that's why you have to, as painful as it is, you have to always consider at least these three dimensions, people, processes, tools. Hello and welcome. My name is Brent Weaver and this is the Digital Agency Show. The podcast that goes behind the scenes with today's top agencies and entrepreneurs. I am really glad you're here. And once again, it's time to transform your business mindset. We've put together an agency accelerator package for agency owners and growing freelancers looking to scale. We've got all kinds of free resources like the 39 lead gen strategies checklist, our $20,000 website proposal template, live trainings hosted by yours truly, free access to our community group, and much, much more. Get access now and dive in at yougurus.com forward slash agency. That's yougurus.com forward slash agency. Hey, what's up, podcast listeners, digital agency owners? Welcome to another episode of the Digital Agency Show. I'm your host, Brent Weaver, and today we're hanging out with Benjamin Lander. Benjamin started his career working for Mercedes-Benz, headquartered in Germany. He founded an event agency, led it to 100 employees in five years, and he has handed over the agency to a managing director in 2018, who's been successfully running it ever since. And coming out of that experience of building a company from scratch, he's been helping others do what he found most difficult. He leads a small team of consultants now to help agency owners around the world build high-performing teams, implement efficient processes, and utilize state-of-the-art technology for efficient strategy execution. Benjamin, welcome to the program, man. Thank you so much for having me, Brent. Very happy to be here. Yeah, awesome, man. Uh, so so from you know event uh, agency to... Uh, to consultants, it's uh, it's. I'm sure it's been quite a journey. <laughs> it has been. You know, I I always tell people I always hated consultants. You know, somebody that takes your watch and tells you what time it is. Right? <laughs> uh, if you you know agency owners, and I think that's true for me as well. Um, they have one thing in common. They try to help people. They try mm. to make others successful. And I think this is a linking pin between these two things, right? So when I when I handed over the company, which was basically due to a private move from Germany to Canada uh, back at that time for my wife's job, um, I had some time to ba- basically regroup. Um, and think about what to do next, right? And then I did some did some exercises and the stuff that you do and found out, okay, it is helping people, right? And mm. I thought, okay, what, what could I help people with? And the, the most, you know, intense experience I had was building an agency, right? So I thought there must be other people out there that need the same help. And, you know, I, I think every agency owner uh, can can confirm that it is a complex thing to build a well-running agency with everything that involves people, processes, tools. Yeah. Right? So this is this is what made this transition Obviously difficult because I had to learn the trade and how to sell it well, um, but also very seamless because it was a very natural extension of what I had been doing before. Yeah. So I'd love to kind of dig in around high performance teams because I think that, you know, when I'm talking with agency owners, you know, finding the right people, um, helping to people reach their potential you know, having team members that are maybe just not like we, we think they can do, you know, something, but you know, maybe they're not rising to the occasion or maybe we're asking them to do something that they're not clear about, or maybe they have other things going on in their world for, for whatever reason, right? We're not getting uh, our team to where we want it to be. And, and that's something that I know you specialize in, in, in helping to build and, and grow those types of teams. So maybe just like help us understand, like what, what should a, what should it feel like having a high performance team? Like what would, what's, what's the end state? What's the, the, the realistic dream there? 
Yeah, so that's a great question because uh, we 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 you know talk about end states and and you know ultimate goals with our clients quite a bit. The thing is, there actually is unfortunately no end state. You know, um, it, the the harsh truth is that once you build a high performing team, it will propel the business to a stage where things become challenging again. But there are a few characteristics I'd say that tell you whether you are on the good side of that path, right, or if it's just painful without success. So a few things, um, I think one is the deep feeling that there is no, there are no black holes in your company. So you, if, when you have the feeling that whenever your hand stuff over to the team, it's being caught, right? Somebody catches that task, whatever it is, and does something with it, right? So that, that is, I, I feel one of the highest forms of having a capable team because it tells you they either go and do it or they come back and say, I can't because I don't have the capacity. Or I don't know how to, right? But I think that that blind trust in your team, and that is true at all levels, right? It is you with your leadership team. It might be you if it's a smaller agency with all the direct reports and all the team members that you have. But that trust at all levels, I think, is the highest form of of you know a high performing team that you can get. And there are a few things um, that you know that have to be in place um, for, to achieve that. One obviously is you have to hire the right people, which is a is a topic that you can fill up you know probably five episodes alone. Um, but basically bringing on the right people for the right stage of the company because also that changes over time. But obviously this, right? The second part is then managing these people well. And um, managing it well starts with clarity around who's responsible for what, right? Uh, it's an, an ongoing thing that we see with with agencies is that as they grow and you naturally grow around the talent you have, right? Because that's what you have to do when you, when you bootstrap an agency. What happens is that you create a very organic organizational structure, meaning it's tailored around the talent and not so much around the, you know, what, what would be good for you as a structure. So then you end up with a person that does um, finances and SEO strategy, for example, right? Because just that was available at that time. So at a point, it makes sense to clean these things up, to create a structure that is very clear and that allows people to understand what is their role. And that also allows you to make sure there are no gaps between roles, because oftentimes we we, we see that Things falling through the cracks is usually a problem of either overlapping responsibilities or gaps in responsibility, right? Mm. And both are harmful equally. So that's the second component. You have to have very high clarity in the organization. And then I think really um, it's a matter of um, direction and trust, a uh, culture. So basically telling people where you want to go with that company so they know from within what is the right behavior, right? So replacing micromanagement, uh, replacing... Um, also, you know, standard operating procedures as much as you can with direction and with um, a clear North Star that makes it clear for people what is the right decision in this, uh, in, in this situation. Um, and th- at the same time, um, culture plays a crucial role in this, right? Because if your culture is very clear around, we don't cut corners to reach our goal, right? It will help people make their own decisions. And I think good part of a high-performing team, um, to wrap that up, is that they can operate without you and even grow without you, right? It doesn't mm. need handholding from you as the agency owner to explore new tasks, but there's a level of, you know, trusting themselves and autonomy to tackle new tasks because this is what happens as you grow, right? That's what, and that's also what you, what keeps you busy as the owner or the CEO. There's always new stuff that you haven't done before. And the more autonomous and high performing your team is, the more of these, you know, one off pioneering tasks they can take over. Yeah, yeah. Hey, what's up, agency owners? I want to let you know about a hosting platform that is giving digital agencies and creators around the world an edge when it comes to site speed, scalability, and profit. 
It's called Cloudways, and it's designed to create exceptional experiences for you and your clients that guarantees unmatched performance, reliability, and choice with 24-7 award-winning support. Cloudways is excited to offer our listeners a $50 hosting credit in addition to their amazing benefits of their agency partner program. For more details, head over to yougurus.com slash cloudways or use promo code DASCW when signing up. Let's get back to our show. Oh, I love there's so much uh, about that, Benjamin, that I, I feel like just even that idea of the end state. I mean, it's it's, you know, for a lot of people, I think they might assign a project to a team member or to a contractor. I mean, I've literally had conversations this week about, you know, oh, well, I assigned this to some contractor and I just, they never ended up delivering. I, they, they went dark on me. I didn't hear about it. Right. And so the, you know, as a, as a owner or entrepreneur or manager, you know, now you're losing cycles to figure out like what the heck's going on. And do I let this person go? Do I find somebody new? And if, if you had that confidence that every time you handed this task off to somebody, like all you're going to end up doing is thinking about, instead of thinking about all the bad stuff, you're going to think about, well, man, now I feel really confident in this. I'm going to go out there yeah. and sell more. And then you're going to, you know, you're going to kind of create those new problems at that next level of, of performance and achievement. And so I, I love that insight that it's not something that is ever going to be, you know, done per se. You're never going to just hit that next level and go, oh yeah, I'm good, right? Just inherently, yeah, we're going to we're going to want more, and we're going to want to you know serve people in a, in a better way. Um, and, and also that that gap. I think I think uh, I know our clients and, and the folks that I talk to that listen to this podcast. A lot of times, they um, things do fall through the cracks, and people aren't clear on accountability, or maybe too many people are accountable for the thing, you know, like too many people kind of jump in and help and there's not that clarity. And so then sometimes, you know, the next time that issue comes up, everybody that, that jumped in last time might think, Oh, well they'll jump in, you know, they'll, you know, everybody puts their hands up. <laughs> you guys couldn't see on the, on the, uh, the audio version, Benjamin put his hands up, right? Everybody puts their hands up like, Nope. Okay. Somebody else will get it. Right. And then it like sits there and then, you know, and then when you don't have that, there's a lack of trust. And if there's a lack of trust, then, it's going to show up in terms of how you sell and how you present and, you know, you're not going to want to sell into, into pain. Yeah, very, very true. And maybe to, to second in here, because this is really a thing that we do a lot with agencies and it's so, so, so helpful. We, um, you might be familiar with the tool of the RACI matrix. Yeah. Um, right. Where, where basically you take all your roles, you take all your processes and then you map how each role is involved in which process. Right. And what it does is it forces you to make sure that there are no overlaps and there, there are no gaps, right? Because then you have to go through and say, okay, for each of my processes, do I have a person accountable and only one, right? And um, also who's supporting in the process. So this, like, uh, uh, we do this to generate job descriptions out of that, but what the agency owners tell us that we do this with, they first be like, laugh, it's, that's probably a very dry exercise, very tedious to do, right? But they love it. Why? Because it gives you exactly that clarity over where is where is the cut between two roles. Right. Also between different hierarchical levels, because it's such a, as you, as you just said that, right. It's such a common thing that there are gaps and these overlaps and both are, as you, as you described it, perfect. Right. The next time nobody will touch it anymore. Once, once people have done the duplicate work, nobody will touch it. Right. So we, we, we're looking to get that to that messy, mutually exclusive, collectively exhaustive state for job descriptions. Right. We want everything covered, covered, but not more than once. Right. And this is really the racing metrics. Uh, if you, if you're working on your agency, Build a spreadsheet, map the roles at the top, map the processes at the 
um, on the left side as, um, as rows and then just walk through step by step who's involved in which process in which way. This is really such a valuable exercise. Yeah. What was, what was the second acronym you mentioned? Mutually exclusive. Collectively exhaustive. Yeah. MECE, M-E-C-E. So that's uh, like, you know, I have a, a great team member in my team, Francesco, shout out at this point, um, coming out of the classical consulting. And it's, it's a, I think it's a, it's a term from systems theory and problem solving. Um, but it's such a great concept because it basically targets exactly that, right? It tells you don't leave gaps, but don't create overlaps. You want to cover everything, right? But don't have an overlap. And the same thing is true, for example, for KPIs, right? We do work a lot with agency owners to create KPIs. And you do want to cover with your set of, I don't know, five to 10 KPIs. You do want to cover everything, but you don't want to overcover one, one specific thing because it will skew your, you know, yeah. your decision making towards one direction. So same concept. You want to be mutually exclusive, but collectively exhaustive. Yeah. And, and I, I know that, you know, for, for small agencies out there, it's, it's hard to kind of balance, right? Like how much, you know, I'm, I can just imagine somebody out there on a run right now and just thinking, can't I just give my web designer like a, a brief and have them do the dang thing on time and, and not ghost me, right? And, and I do think that in this space, there are a lot of people that are still struggling with kind of those, like I'm almost thinking like the, the Maslow's hierarchy of needs, right? Like, yeah. you know, just having people like respond or, you know, get back to you or not ghost them uh, is, uh, it might feel challenging. That's true. And that, I mean, that comes back to, I think the, um, the thing I mentioned first, you have to find the right people. And also something you mentioned before, I think, especially in the early stages, you have to let go quickly. You have to. I myself, I've, in, in, in this first event agency, I, there was a guy I hired, still like him today a lot, but he was just not a good fit. He, he had a job after that. He was very successful in the sales role. But what, what I needed him to do back then was very detail oriented. And he cost me a lot of money because he would make the same mistakes over and over again. I was pretty young back then. So I didn't let him go. And mm. today, um, I really am of the opinion that once you think about letting somebody go or exchanging a contract or you've made your decision, right? Because usually I think we're very good at detecting, are you still able to, you know, was it a one-time lapse that they didn't get back? Was there something with the family that's excusable? Okay, sure, right? But once these things happen more common, you're usually pretty good at detecting, ah, I don't think I can fix that. Right? Yeah. So you have to listen to your inner ear very, you know, quite a bit to just say, oh, inner voice, sorry, to, to say, nah, that, you know, that might just not be the best fit. And you have to look at it this way. It's not harming somebody's career. It's just basically accelerating the process of everybody finding a better fit, right? Mm. So you, you have to be strict with that because my a friend of mine once said, it's either you or them, right? Yeah. If you're building your agency, Obviously, you want to be a nice person, and and my team tells me I am. But you also have to watch out for your business, right? Yeah. Um. So you have to make these decisions quickly, not not you know not rushed, but quickly. Yeah, yeah. I, I like that kind of accelerating a better fit. Um. Yeah. You know, that feels feels like that's coming from a consultant right there. <laughs> <laughs> like, All the talking, but it, you know, I've seen this. I've seen this happen in the past. And wait a minute, are you Benjamin? Are you firing me? No, no, no. I'm, I'm accelerating the fit. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm accelerating you finding better fit. It happens though. Like it's if it if things go well, this is what happens. This is the positive outcome of it. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's it's a good mindset going into it. I mean, I was I was chatting with somebody a couple of days ago, and it, it was it was crazy. And I think we've all had this moment in a in a career as a as a manager as an owner where you have somebody that you you know you you like them as a person, you think they're amazing, or you know you've got love for them. Like, but at some at some point too, you see that they're not 
they're not stepping up to the opportunity. And, you know, I was chatting with this agency owner and they, it was like, they were like giving me all these reasons of why they couldn't let them go. That had nothing to do with the work they were doing, the stuff they were like, yeah, it's just so frustrating. They don't deliver, you know, they'll go, they'll ghost me for a couple of days. They won't get back to emails promptly. I won't hear from them about a project for two weeks. I'll have to hit them up and slack them. And then they'll be like, oh yeah, I just was off doing whatever, but you know, we can't let them go because of, you know, we, we, we've known them for so long or, you know, we know that they're going through something, you know, personally or whatever. And, and so then all of a sudden it becomes this, I mean, that just, to me at least, it feels like a very, that's a very complicated evaluation criteria uh, on a team member, you know, and, and not to say that you, you, you have to be like inhuman to like focus on the business, but you know, if you on a long enough timeline, like it's going to put you in a funky position, you know, or your clients are going to leave, right. It's going to have a cost. Yeah, and it's and really, you know, also we find that quite a bit where there's personal relationships. You don't want to, you know, leave people hanging. But um, if that is the reason, then find another way to do that, right? Support them. Say, hey, it's not a good fit. Let's part ways. I'm not. I know you're going through financial struggles at the moment, or you need that support. Then give them a loan of a month's salary or whatever, or you know, help them in other ways. But try to, you know separate these things because mm. being a good person doesn't mean that it has to negatively affect your business or your clients, as you mentioned, because these things happen very easily in an agency where everybody is really, especially in the early stages, client facing, right? So yeah. they have to perform, right? Yeah. In in um, some of our, our pre-show notes, you mentioned that there are no isolated fixes to multifaceted problems. I feel like you're, you're raining on my silver bullet parade that, uh, you know, I don't, there's no, there's no magic pills for all this stuff, Benjamin. (laughs) No, you know what it is? It's, it's really that I feel if you, if you're on Instagram, if you're on LinkedIn, if you're on any of these networks and once you start, you know, looking up things that are relevant for your agency, you're getting bombarded with agency blueprints, with cookie cutter, blueprints to to solve one problem or with promises saying do this strategy execution framework uh, and your problems will be solved right do this um, use this product management tool and your problems will be solved and it's just not true Mm. right it's um it's always and, and we say at the minimum it's this trinity of people processes and tools all three of these things have to work together if you can have the best team in the world if if your process processes don't work your your agency won't won't scale and won't be successful if you have great team with a well-thought-to process, but the tools that you're using are hindering people and are really holding them back and making things overly complex. Think about also time tracking and these things, right? That doesn't work. And also if tools and processes are right, we have, I, I see this a lot with especially young agency founders that tell me, um, you know, I, I want to build a system that I basically can can plug in a trained monkey and they do it. It's like, yeah, that that doesn't work, right? It's, you'll, you'll have to balance these three things, right? So you always have to look at it holistically and you have to also, for all of the changes, also when they're very technical process tools, you have to involve the team if you want to make it work, right? You have to um, involve them both in the analysis of the problem in the solution design and then at a later stage, obviously in the implementation, which is also from 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 my uh, consulting experience, that's the critical part, right? Um, the the solution itself is usually not, that's, that's, not the, that's not the big thing. That's also not why you should hire a consultant because as an agency owner, you usually have a good understanding of your problem. You also have a good idea about the solution. It's making these changes stick uh, is what what's difficult and is also where 
where you pretty quickly find that there is no one-sided solution to these complex problems because an agency is, is like an organism, right? It's like it's filled with people. So there's a lot of stuff stuff that can go wrong, right? And that's why you have to, um, as as painful as it is, you have to always consider at least these three dimensions: people, processes, tools, and then there are others surrounding it: finance, leadership, I'd say, um, strategy and strategy execution, right? Um, but at the core at least try to always think through with every change that you make, how will, will it affect my team? Uh, how does it change my process or improve it or, or maybe worsen it? And what tools do I use to do that well? And ideally, and sorry, there's, there's so much stuff in there, but ideally we tell people always, don't start with the tools. It's so easy these days because there's so cool tools out there, AI and, and whatnot, right? But start with the process. And then think about tools second, mm. right? And people is has to be important at every step of the way, but process first, tools second, and then um, see how you how you involve your team in doing these things. So that's why I say it always has to be integrated, right? Mm. It's always it's always these three dimensions at least. Yeah. Hey, agency owners, are you looking for a strategic and reliable white label partner to scale your agency business? E2M is the number one white label partner for digital agencies when it comes to website design, web development, e-commerce, SEO, and content writing. E2M is trusted by over 150 agency partners and has been providing white label services for the last 10 years. Their team has over 170 experts and is on a mission to help 500 agencies increase their revenue and profit margins with impactful white label services. Check out their transparent and flexible white label pricing at e2msolutions.com forward slash gurus. That's www.e2msolutions.com forward slash u-g-u-r-u-s. E2M is currently running a special discount for 10% off for your first three months. Check it out now. It's available for a limited time. I, I can imagine there's a lot of listeners out there that have signed up for some random tool and then, you know, didn't implement it fully or maybe their team didn't take it. Like, why isn't my team tracking their time? Or why isn't my team updating the PM system? Or why don't they keep track of, uh, you know, all of their deals and opportunities uh, in a way that that works for me? And I think that's because you probably signed up for a tool and we're like, oh, this is cool. Hey guys, share your logins. Everybody, everybody start using this new tool or whatever. Uh, and, and kind of hope for the best. I can imagine that's something that folks have. We, we've probably all at least tried once to, yeah. All, all of us have. And you know, another prime example for this outside of software is SOPs, standard operating procedures. We, we, we see that so many. And you know, if I say that, trust me, I'm, I'm honest here because I'm, I'm also the co-founder of a company called SOP Heroes based out of Canada. So we just write SOPs. But here's the thing with SOPs, they won't solve your problem standalone. It's, that's just a tool, right? Mm. So you have to find a way of how to use that. For example, in onboarding, in, 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 in reviews, in continuous improvement processes. And you have to involve your team. If, if you just write as a piece, no matter how digital you are, but they will just sit in the virtual binder collecting dust. That's what happens, yeah. right? So it's just another tool. If it, if you just focus on the tool, it won't work depending, regardless of whether it's a software tool, which is probably the most common. And I 100% can subscribe to what you just said. Um, I've done it myself, but the same is true for any tool, for anything that you implement. If you don't, Pay attention to all three of these dimensions and it just won't work. Benjamin, this, I love this conversation, man. It's uh, it's one of my faves uh, in terms of just thinking about how to scale a business, how to grow a business, high-performance teams, systems, processes, mindset, tools. Uh, love this conversation. Do you have a few minutes to stick around for our lightning round? Sure, of course. What is the best advice you've ever received? 
I think it's really, um, you know, wealth is created by focus and maintained by distributing your focus, right? So I think if you want to build something nice, focus on something because it just creates so much momentum. And then once you've created something, then it's the time to spread out. You know, if you want to get into a new channel of lead acquisition, master that one. If you want to focus, want to improve your operation, pick one topic and go with it and then go to the next. Don't, you know, don't start too many things, but uh, focus really. I think that's, that's the best advice that there's for me. Which of your personal habits has contributed most to your success? It's definitely daily, uh, the planning of my week um, on Sunday evening and planning each day the night before because it takes you out of, it takes you out of planning your day once you're already sweating, right? But it gives you the mental clarity to say what is important instead of what's urgent. So definitely this. Can you share an internet resource, a tool or app that you use regularly that you think our listeners would find valuable? Well, I mean, there's, there's plenty, but I'd say, um, for me, the game changer is really Loom. And I think for many of our digital uh, agency friends out there, it is as well. Just making distributed work easier. And what book could you recommend and why? All-time favorite, oldie but goldie. It's uh, Andy Grove, former um, CEO of Intel. And the book is called High Output Management. Very, very basic, very nicely written. And I think, honestly, everything you'll ever need in terms of business books, um, just because it's so basic. Really, really good. Very nice. Well, we will link out to Andy Grove's High Output Management. I think he wrote Only the Paranoid Survive, maybe. Uh, I think it's another book by... I'm not sure, actually. It could be. I have to look that up. Yeah, that's one of my uh, that's one of my favorite books. So he's uh, nice. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah, I've got that. Only the paranoid survive. Yeah. So that's another Andy. I have to check that out. Perfect. Andy Grove one, but we'll link out to high output management on our show yep. notes at yougurus.com forward slash podcast, as well as a link out to Loom, which has definitely been uh, uh, a reference on the program a few times. And if you're not yet using Loom to document your processes, uh, share a little you know videos with your team, your clients. Uh, I found it has definitely reduced or lowered the amount of one-on-one, got-a-minute type meetings uh, that you need. And so it can definitely save time in in your business. Check that out, egurus.com slash podcast. Uh, Benjamin, how can our audience find out more about you? Is there anything that you have that they can check out? Well, I, I would just suggest um, checking out the website um, at asambi.com. That's A-S-A. MBY.com or my LinkedIn profile um, because we are regularly hosting, you know, insights, things that we learn on our client projects that might be relevant for other uh, digital agency owners as well. Awesome. Well, if you didn't have a chance to write that down, we will link out to Benjamin's website, asambi.com over at our show notes at yougurus.com. If you're listening to this week of, click on Benjamin's photo and you'll get some takeaways, nuggets, quotables, and links out to his LinkedIn profile, his business, book recommendations, and much, much more. Benjamin, thanks so much for stopping by the program this week. It was a pleasure uh, talking to you and uh, hope to do that soon. It was really, really energizing. So thanks for that. Thanks for having me. And that's it for this week's episode of the Digital Agency Show. Stay tuned each and every week for more great content coming to you to help you grow your digital agency so you can achieve freedom in business and life. Until next time, I'm Brent Weaver. We've put together an agency accelerator package for agency owners and growing freelancers looking to scale. We've got all kinds of free resources like the 39 Lead Gen Strategies Checklist, our $20,000 website proposal template, live trainings hosted by yours truly, free access to our community group, and much, much more. Get access now and dive in at yougurus.com forward slash agency. That's yougurus.com forward slash agency.